Well, um, I'm currently, uh, I graduated OSU um, as a junior um, this last um, spring. And right now I'm currently, I'm on track to be the assistant manager of Insomnia Cookies. And I've been involved in the um, Republican Party of my county recently. And I have declared my candidacy for office in House District 34 in the state of Oklahoma. Awesome. Well, that's great to hear. Well, it's great, great you're running and actually taking some action here. Um, so tell us a little bit about, uh, we'll talk, the subject of this episode is education. Uh, so tell us a little bit about, you know, you know, how you think we got to this spot in our country where we're 27th in the world for education and, and, you know, critical race theory and all that. Just tell how do you think we got here? And, uh, just give us your perspective on that. Well, I think right now being, um, that great in education in the entire world, um, mm-hmm. the, the the symptom of that is basically um, no life skills classes are being taught Mm -hmm. in our school. And we need to be teaching our kids life skills because once we teach them that, they don't have to fall back on any um, extracurriculars that they have to do in college to learn those life skills. So that saves them money and it also saves them time to graduate. So, for example, mm-hmm. the life skills classes um, I would have my kids learn are how to do taxes, how to budget, mm-hmm. how to find a part-time job in high school. That's They only have to do 20 hours of part-time job in high school. They can do 10 hours, 15 hours, as long as they make a little bit of money so they have a mm-hmm. nest egg when they graduate high school. Yeah, absolutely. And the tax, yeah, the tax and how to do um, taxes and how to budget are the biggest mm-hmm. things that I want to know because the average high schooler who graduates, they blow the bank on cars, expensive apartments, <laughs> and they need to learn it's okay to have a mediocre car. It's okay to have an apartment that's really not up to what they expect. And mm-hmm. they just need to learn how to budget and do their taxes. Absolutely. And cooking, of course, because I <laughs> feel like they go to fast food restaurants or they go out to eat millennials and Gen Zers every single week or every <laughs> single day. And that's just not right. Like I, I, I recently learned how to cook a gourmet steak dinner. Wow. A three course steak dinner for less than $10. That's pretty good. That's really good. <laughs> Doing really well there. Well, that's great to hear. You know, one thing I, I hope you're, are you done here? I just want to make sure I'm not interrupting you here. Um, but it's great to hear no, that. You're not interrupting me. Okay, awesome. Yeah, it's just great to hear that. You know, you're really, you know, you're talking about life skills because, you know, uh, my monologue here on for the episode was all about life skills and such. Um, that's great. You know, not a lot, not a lot of not, parties, Republicans and Democrats, have a hard time talking about life skills. You know, it's usually a discussion of school choice, which is fine, but we have to have a more in-depth discussion, which involves, you know, reforming our curriculum, like you stated, and putting life skills in it. So that's great to hear. Um, so that's great. You kind of answered the second question already. Uh, but if you'd like to add on, that'd be great. Uh, what would you like to do? Like what policies would you implement in the Ohio? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I live in Ohio. <laughs> the uh, Oklahoma Run house state. of representatives. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, what, what, what education policies would you implement in the Oklahoma house of representatives or in your future and politics? Well, the policies that I would like to introduce are will be um, a, an, a more ironclad version of something that would um, ban critical race theory across mm-hmm. the school um, of Oklahoma. Because uh, critical race theory, not many people know about this, but the 
number one proponent of critical race theory, the number one supporter of critical race theory named Ibram X. Kendi is on record saying that in order to fix past discrimination, we need present discrimination and future discrimination. This wow. is somebody who supports and help write critical race theory. So I think that is evidence that we need to get rid of it because I don't believe in segregating people based on the color of their skin. And I want to be able to look my future children in the eye and say, I did everything in my power to make sure they judge people based on the content of the character, not by the color of their skin. And if Ibram X. Kendi, who is a scholar of critical race theory, had Mm -hmm. it his way, the latter would be true. Wow. That's, that's That's a very good, I appreciate that. And it sounds like you know your stuff. So, well, Michael, we appreciate you coming on here, and that's all the questions I got. So if you'd like to say anything else, um, that'd be great. But really, really appreciate you coming on here, and I, I personally appreciate your perspective because both parties don't talk about these issues. So uh, we, uh, I really oh, appreciate Oh, I really this. agree with you. Yeah. So thanks for coming on, Michael. Really appreciate it. And good, best of luck to you and your race. All right. Thank you. And if, and if you have any viewers that want to check out my Facebook or my website, you can go to my Facebook um, page, uh, Michael Bauman for HD34. And um, you can go to my website, BaumanforHD34.com. Absolutely. Make sure you check out Michael. He's a good candidate. He's not – looks like he put putting country over the party, which is what we need more of. So thanks again for coming on, and then you have a good day. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You as well. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. All right. Bye.